You're listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we firmly believe that love is the answer and we are spreading it like wildfire. You're invited to come spend time with us in authentic connection, growth, reflection, and celebration. Life coach, author, and speaker, Abigail Gazda, will be sharing amazing humans living their hearts unleashed to inspire you to do the same. You will hear from men, women, and young people from all industries sharing their insights and inspiration as they have paved their way to their fullest lives. Here at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, we are turning dreamers into doers. So if you are ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. Hey, you guys, you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. I am so excited to share today's guest with you. This is Kevin Orris here. He is a high performance coach and retreat and mastermind activator and also creator of the Revolutionary Podcast. He is a flow state hunter and mixed magical artist. I love it. Bridging transformation in breathwork, bioenergetics, and ritual. Kevin, I have been following you for a couple months now. I was introduced to your work when you did an interview with um, Caitlin Pasternak, and you guys were Mm. talking about divine feminine, divine masculine, and the dance between the divine, and I just absolutely loved it, and I've been listening to your message ever since, and it has gotten louder and louder to me. It's just resounding at this point, and so I couldn't help but ask you to be here and speak to our, our community, so go ahead and let them know where you're calling in from. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on, Abigail, and so blessed by that intro. Coming to you from Ubud, Bali right now in Indonesia, where I've been living, you know, over three months now, just really soaking in the beautiful spiritual energy here and speaking at a lot of events and really doing a lot of self-inquiry and uh, resetting of my own path here. Mm. I had a really intense year, a lot of activation, first kind of two quarters of the year, and been feeling called to this region for a long time and been living the digital nomad life and reaping all of the benefits and magic of that and also you know all the challenges and trials I love that I love that so much because um, we've actually we're in a season in the podcast where we've been talking about shadow work and integration and you were talking about all the activation that's been happening all year and that you're now there to kind of integrate that and further explore it and expand it. And you, you certainly have like literally your energy and your being is expanding. And so you're a retreat and mastermind activator. Uh, you work at, with a lot of different events. What is that like? Yeah. You know, recently it's been more doing talks. So I spoke at, you know, multiple events here in Ubud. It's really a, this is a, a really a hub. It's one of the digital nomad capitals of the world. A lot of Epic, you know, coaches and investors and entrepreneurs here. So um, I'm, I'm in the finishing stages of building my course and launching at Flow State Mastery, which is like a six-week course of my top techniques and flow triggers to you know get into peak performance and optimal state of mm-hmm. flow, which is you know maximum impact, lowest effort. Um, and so I've, I've given talks about that really, like how flow states help communities build momentum and also how it helps personal meaning and mastery come into being. So. Yeah. That's been more recently what I've been doing. And uh, as you mentioned, you know, Caitlin, 
who is a dear sister, you know, yeah. earlier this year, I was doing a lot of facilitating at a different retreat. So, you know, I spoke at Envision Festival. You know, I uh, was part of my brother Daniel Raphael's retreat, Wizard Weekend, um, leading a lot of breath work and bioenergetics and dance. And yeah, just speaking and facilitating at multiple masterminds um, for men and women. Um, I also do some work with Sacred Sons, which is like men's initiatory work and shadow work. Um, which I'll be going to their next um, retreat in October facilitating. And yeah, I'm also part of a, a lifestyle brand, Mystic Misfit, with my two business partners, Ryan and Jordan. And so we have, you know, immersion clients. I actually had an immersion client fly out to Bali and spend a whole week training and coaching with yeah. me um, awesome. about a month ago. And so, yeah, I stay, I stay really busy. And also, you know, a big intention of being here was actually taking a break from the nonstop touring and facilitating to mm-hmm. just ground in here with my partner and just build this course, do a lot of writing. I have a book that's being edited right now with two co-authors all about sexuality and gender identity. We had a 10, 10 episode trialogue series where the three of us kind of broke down the philosophy and the psychology behind gender and, and sexual um, identity. And so that's been a big piece. And yeah, I'm also planning a, uh, a big retreat next year in Costa Rica, all about, you know, flow state mastery and taking some of my past clients and new, you know, attendees into like a really deep immersion into that in in conjunction with my course. So that's kind of been my, my focus here. In addition to all the content and the podcasting and the videos that I create. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. I'm so present to like just the creation, like, you're just like, yeah, I'm creating this. I'm creating that. Like you, that is flow state. That is mastery. Like here. Right. <laughs> I love it. I love it on display because you're, it, it shows just the way that you've leaned in just being able to hear you say it, you know, not even is for our listeners who are just listening in. It's like, it's as if your arms are just wide open, chest wide open, chin up, like receiving, receiving. And then, and then as a result, it just coming out, you know, like, flow state. (laughs) Now you do that. You, you help humans engineer and then anchor their innate flow state in business and in love and mind body. So what sort of like, well, I love to ask like, what's one of your favorite transformations you've ever witnessed? Yeah. Favorite transformation. I mean, probably this most recent client to give a, to give a great example. He's been like the most VIP client that I've worked with, with this brand mystic misfit. And to give perspective, you know, we met him last year at another event doing um, work with Elliot Hulse, bioenergetics, Osho meditation, like deep men's work. And when we met him, you know, he was in a dead end relationship, completely like, you know, shut down in his purpose, working at a gym, not living his dream and had a lot of, you know, goals, but was very kind of collapsed. And so within the first, you know, retreat meeting him, flash forward to LA, we invited him out to LA to do an event with us and be part of the summit. And, you know, in the first session, he's breaks down crying as a full release and realizes he needs to break up with this woman who's just, it's a fully, you know, just a, a dead end kind of situation. From that point, you know, does that, leaves his apartment, quits his job, starts activating his gifts, um, which it turns out he's a, a very high level stage magician. So we're talking about a young David Blaine, like a prodigy. He's a magician. Yes. That was his past life and he was really powerful. 
he also is a powerful like energetic healer he does bioenergy healing um and so that was a big transition point from him now fast forward to you know three programs later with us he, he bought the whole package yes. from last year him in that fully collapsed relationship to him just now leaving bali he actually mm. stayed for a whole month with me in bali after our immersion to train with marcel hoff wim hoff's younger brother and do 30 days of breath work, shamanic journeying, and ice bath yeah. training. Yeah. And now he's fully moved to Austin. He's created a business plan to do magic full-time at events, at corporate, at retreats, and is fully stepping into his own client practice in under a year, yeah. literally from zero to 100. And now, like, you know, he's, like, teaching me stuff, you know? And, yeah. And, you know, he yeah. got to – we were at this, you know – this billionaire investor mastermind in Ubud where he was invited to fully step into his magic gifts in front of everybody on display. And then went to this training with yes. the Hoff, the Hoff family. And, you know, I, I'm just blown away by what's possible mm -hmm. for someone who says yes and goes all in and mm. then is willing to break down and break down mm. and break down because the breakdown, as we know, precedes the breakthrough, so. Yes, preach on them, Kevin, preach <laughs> on them. <laughs> Man, so you said something very specific was activated his gifts. Because when you were speaking, you talk in that dead-end relationship, dead-end job, uninspiring apartment, like that life, like ever, we know that life, so we all have a flavor of that, right? And, but then that turning point is the activating his gifts, like truly having the discovering, like you guys walked him through curriculum or, you know, programs, right. a full on journey to the point where he was there to do that for a whole month and really just like embody it and then come back looking at that. I just see the acceleration you were pointing to, like in one year's time, you can go from completely feeling stuck, lonely, misunderstood, unseen, unheard to the top of your like a game. What, yes. what is that? <laughs> Tell us more about that. Yeah, this is a great quote. I think it's from Tim Ferriss, but most of us as humans overestimate what we can accomplish in the short term, right? People are like, oh, I'll just go to one <laughs> retreat and I'll just break through and it'll all make sense. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> And we underestimate what we can accomplish in the long term. So one year out, it's hard to predict or understand just how much you can shift. And I know this from my own life, you know, flashback to 2012. I thought I was going to go to grad school for psychology and be a professor and work in a lab and all this like very heady stuff. And, you know, now only seven years later, I'm 10x past where I thought I would be as an entrepreneur, as a speaker, as an artist. And so... Really, what I've, what I've realized studying, you know, I'm a huge geek for Joseph Campbell, The Hero's Journey. I'm a geek for flow psychology. And really, like, the yogic, Taoist, tantric path as well of, like, managing your energy, managing your relationships, and strengthening your mind-body connection so that you can offer your gift. And that involves prioritizing your gift. It's all about priorities. The difference between the guy on Wall Street and you know the mystic the healer the coach is just where they're putting their energy so if you can yeah. identify what you are best at what serves the world most what makes you happiest and gives you the most meaning and what's the most easeful graceful and abundant money time wise attention wise energy wise and just put your energy there 
regardless, and this is the hard part of what your environment's telling you, of what your parents are telling you, what everyone else is telling you should do, society, mm-hmm. you can't lose. Now, that doesn't mean you won't go through dark nights of the soul. You might, you know, go through a lot of intense endings and deaths and rebirths. Mm-hmm. But on the other yeah. side of that, it's all worth it because the sacrifice and the law of equivalent exchange in the universe dictates that you will reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love where you're taking us because, you know, you mentioned doing all of that work and that, you know, it's not all rainbows and sunshine. Like you go through some shit because that's where that lies is on the other side yeah. of it. Right. And so we've been talking about shadow. We've been talking about integration and really getting to meet all the different parts of you. Now, something that you're well-versed in is spiritual bypassing or this new age bypassing. So because I'm here, this is the Hearts Unleashed podcast, right? Like, and you're the revolution podcast. Like it's all about the evolution and, and growing and expanding and unleashing and embodying, right? And so there's many parts to embody. Tell us about what this bypassing is. This is a pretty insidious thing that you find in kind of the sparkly love and light, you know, for me, the Southern California spiritual scene and entrepreneurs. Um, and I I know because I've done it that's why I'm able to track it so well you know the spiritual bypass is essentially like it usually involves sex money power you know hierarchy where we use we might use spiritual concepts or ideologies to bypass the actual work that's happening Mm -hmm. so a good example, not all always, but some of the time, most of the time, I would say, in my opinion, polyamory, open relating in, in the mm-hmm. dating sphere can be a spiritual bypass for real intimacy. True. So by using these, these tactics and these ideologies, you actually avoid doing the deep shadow work of yeah. triggering your own wounds, moving childhood trauma, yeah. relating to the mother and father, which are the inner masculine feminine. And you end up actually creating more disconnection. Although on the outside, you, you're cloaking it in spiritual language. Another example is with money. So someone who gets into yoga for the first time or gets into coaching, you know, starts preaching about how they don't need money and they're like, you know, moving past like, oh, you know, like I'm just so abundant. I'm just going to manifest law of attraction, da, 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 da. Meanwhile, they're actually broke and feeling very scarce and, and feeling very like, like they don't have enough. Mm -hmm. But instead of meeting that energy and being like, whoa, what's actually happening here? What's my root doing? They they go and and use language or surround themselves with people in an echo chamber, right? Mm -hmm. And this this, this happens, you know, as a defense mechanism. And there's nothing wrong with it so as you're willing to be honest. So if you do it and then you realize someone calls you out or you're invited to enter integrity and then you do, you can actually use it as a growth journey. But unfortunately, especially for leaders, you know, if they're just getting a, a, a yes man or yes woman in their life, that's just telling them, oh, yeah, you're doing great. Like, keep doing love and light, you know, just it's okay. It's all good. It's all good. It's all energy. But underneath you in all that glitter, there's actually the subconscious like wounding. Uh-huh. It's really hard to honestly grow yourself and that's why the spiritual bypass is just something to be really aware of that we're human beings having a human experience it's not all rainbows and butterflies there's real shit happening on the planet and all of us sharing that individually and it's going to come down to the level of your honesty with yourself yeah 
Yeah. And what, um, oh, this is a left field question. What was your awakening moment to really mm. step into all these different parts of you? It has an excellent question. It's one I ask on my podcast all the time for people. Right. It's so telling of where they come from. Um, yeah. yeah, my awakening moment was, you know, through pain and through a lot of disconnection. Um, it was in university. I was studying evolutionary social psychology, applying to grad school, working a job, you know, moving up the ladder in that job, insomnia, anxiety, depression. I was with a woman I thought was going to be my wife, who I'd been dating from high school find out she'd been cheating for some time in my tribe without me knowing. And that moment of like discovering that and realizing the deception and feeling left out and feeling alienated and feeling because I was in codependency and fully, you know, in a, in a blind spot in my consciousness felt my whole identity dissolve and, you know, went into a, a deep depression, panic attack, like spiral of what the fuck is real. Mm. And the pain of that, you know, by going into it and not like trying to run away or trying to like numb it, although I, I did at first, that popped me through to actually see through, oh, what I'm doing for career is not what I actually want to do. Mm. Oh, the people I'm surrounding myself are not making me better. Oh, the, the trajectory I'm on, I'm on with where I'm living, how I'm spending my time, my diet, my exercise, my mindset are not serving the bigger vision of what my heart knows is possible. And the pain of that gave me the energy to pop through. And sure enough, as the universe does, you're provided for. And so I discovered yoga. I discovered meditation. I started training martial arts. I started reading and writing intensely. I initially wanted to be an author. And that journey through the shadow, that first dark night of the soul, the big one, shook me enough to set me on the trajectory I'm on now. So actually now looking backwards, it was a beautiful gift and awakening. At the time, it mm -hmm. felt like an ending. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, what do you want to say to the people who are sitting in that pain part, that pain? I mean, it's not what you want to hear because everybody wants the quick fix. And I understand because we're engineered biologically to avoid pain. But the only way to move through pain is to feel it. What the pain wants and what the emotional duress wants is to be felt fully. And then and only then can it pop through into inspiration, into creativity, into love, into awakening. And so you can do this alone, which I don't recommend, but it's better to do it with tribe and ask for support and ask for help, especially for men. It can be really hard to ask for help and admit that you're hurting. And yes. then in that place where you're the most vulnerable, can you show up for yourself? Other people can support you, but at the end, you have to show up and just admit, I'm fucked. I'm hurt. I'm weak. Boom. And then as soon as you do that, you gain agency, you gain ownership, and the upward spiral can begin. Mm, yes. Can you give us the Kevin version of the hero's journey? Yeah, I mean, it was a long journey through religion. I was raised Catholic. It was a journey through academia. I was mentally dominated, like disembodied, fully like in my head and denying my intuition. And meanwhile, as an empath, I'm super sensitive and was having so many experiences I couldn't explain. Um, really intense dreams, really intense emotional waves 
And instead of just bypassing that and saying it was psychological and blah, 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 I started to follow it. And right around that time is when I found Joseph Campbell. And as I mentioned, when I found the yogic philosophy, when I found the Taoist philosophy, which was enriching me in my imagination and gave me candle points and torches to start lighting my path. And then by following my bliss and actually following how I felt and not how I thought, opportunities appear, new friends appear, new lovers appear, new opportunities in business and finance appear. And then for me, it was saying yes to the journey of physical travel, like leaving my home state of Texas, moving to California, and then a lot of death rebirth continuing of selling all my things, quitting a job, an academic path to backpack through Southeast Asia, India, Nepal, and radically transform the way I look at myself and enter the hero's journey of entrepreneurship. Mm. First through blogging and wanting to be an author and then finding yoga and getting my yoga teacher training and initiation and starting to teach yoga and starting to learn about coaching and then starting to learn about nutrition and, you know, facilitating in-person transformation and just never stopping. So many okay. times I could have quit and just went to pasture, but never <laughs> stopping to the point yeah. where I've been blessed and surrounded by the best people and situations to get me to where I am now. Yes, 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 yes. And um, you, you've mentioned a few times throughout the, the podcast is ego deaths and deaths. Yeah. What sort of things have you given up in this journey to have the life you have now? Yeah, the first thing that comes up is control, letting go of control. And especially for men, but anyone that's in conditioning in the matrix, it's all about how do I control where my money comes from, where my love comes from? How do I control time? How do I control all these things? And we think it's serving us. But what I found is actually it's doing the opposite. It's hedging your bets. It's isolating. It's stopping your creativity. So a lot of the journey is actually surrender. So giving up control, giving up mental ideas about how your path's going to look. And then actually sensing life, returning to the senses where life starts to make sense. You start to find meaningful coincidence or synchronicity is a language that will guide you. You start to be vulnerable and actually get feedback from loved ones, from tribe, from business partners, from mentors that inform how you actually are responding to life. And it's coming from a true place inside of you instead of an external, like, let me see what I can get. Let me use scarcity. Let me use control. Yeah. Um, another chosen is being a minimalist and actually releasing most of my physical assets. Like the only things I really own are the clothes on my back and my beautiful technology to allow me to, to do my work. Everything else I've kind of internalized and I've, I've put my assets into, you know, other things that are non-material because mm -hmm. that just made sense to me because freedom and movement and travel is a, is a primary value for me. So that's something I had to sacrifice is like having the house, having all the things, having the car, you know, my riches, I've actually become more internal and more experiential. So that was a big sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, on the ego death level, a part of me always wanted to be the center of attention or, you know, fulfill this need to be like, oh, I'm the one that did it. But really sacrificing that and working as part of a team, working as part of a community, being in service and being in leadership to that, and then getting 10X more reward. 
and relational relational wealth and experiential okay. wealth and feeling so supported by life and the universe mm. and actually getting more of everything I was trying to control life to get by letting go of that and having it have to be me and me, me, me is the one that did it. I'm switching from the ego to the we go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here leaning back. Listen, this is, <laughs> I love it. I love, love, love what you're sharing. And, and what you were sharing, I was literally feeling it in my chest and it was just like speaking into what's possible when you allow for that release and that surrender and that ego death and just like giving up any illusion of control or ego or pride or I or any of that stuff. And you mentioned one of the things when you were giving up control is tapping into your senses, getting out of how am I going to like know where the knowing to the discovering, right? Yeah. Feeling into your senses. Now, I think to, for me as a woman listening to that, you were tapping into the masculine in me, the, the strategist, the athlete, the, you know, yeah. whatever, even, even to in, you know, today's society of woman, like that power, super woman or whatever. Um, and then obviously, into the male who craves to be a bit more sensitive, who would love to speak his mind and feel heard for once. And so um, as we begin to wrap this up, what do you say to those people who are kind of just feeling around in the dark on those urges and what they could do as a, a healthy next step? I mean, sacrifice is a beautiful thing. It's not comfortable, but it's un well understood by humanity and all, all spiritual traditions see this. If you're willing to let go of something good now that you mm. think is good, but actually it might be holding you back, you open up the door for something great in the future. That's that the, the universe and you know, the God mind, the universal mind is way smarter than you. Life and nature are way smarter than <laughs> your ego. Wait a minute. Yeah, what? <laughs> it's hard to believe, but they're way more in touch. So if you can let go of control and how things have to look so you can feel safe in your success in your bank account and your boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever, and sacrifice that intentionally, the sacrifice has to be made intentionally, you open up the doorway for a massive shift. And this can look like leaving a job, leaving a relationship. This can look like taking up a hobby, doing more things you love. This can look like self-care. This can look like giving yourself what you keep expecting other people to give you and just draw a line and say, boom, I'm going to be self-full. It's not about being selfish, but self-full, fill up your cup and then overflow it to your community and watch what happens. And the way to start is to be vulnerable. So you can't start this path from like pride. You have to start it from actual vulnerability and, and admit, wow, I don't have it figured out. Yeah. That's step one. Once you admit that and you submit yourself, life will rush in to lift you on its wings and nature loves courage. So if you have courage, vulnerability and courage, you gain the energy to change your circumstances, but not before then. So right. it, it's, it's a humbling. It's a humbling. Yeah, it sure is. And it has been a humbling experience to get to sit here and interview you and just, you know, hear your unleashed heart speak into our community. So thank you so much for being here. How can we come now watch you? 
yeah, I'm so grateful for the space and all the beautiful people listening. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm on Instagram, can see my work. I do a lot of content, a lot of videos, a lot about masculinity, tantra, um, mindset, high performance, flow state, mastery. Um, and yeah, my course is coming out next month, flowstatemastery.com. You know, it's six weeks, six techniques, take you through meditation, breath work, um, self-programming, and also tantra and energetic practices to really put you in optimal peak performance. And that's going to be a whole community that I'm launching, which I'm excited about. And you can find out more about that through my channels. And my website's just myname.com, kevinorris.com. Um, I'll be in Australia here in two weeks, um, leading a tantric temple workshop with my partner. And then I'll be in Costa Rica and California leading some retreats later this year. So you can find out all about that through my channel. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for your authenticity. And I just, I want to endlessly acknowledge the work that you do. I, I follow it closely. It's inspiring. It's beautiful to see men in the world doing the work and um, you're just, you're at the heart of that, that community. So all the love to you. Thank and you so all, much, sister. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, you bet. And all the love to you hearts. Thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for opening your mind and your heart today to something new that's available in your full authentic expression. And thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.